Welcome to Space the Floor NBA Podcast. My name is Connor Geeland. And I'm Connor Flannery. And this is our fourth official episode. A couple days ago, Shams broke the news that Jimmy Butler has requested a trade out of Minnesota. Um, this has kind of rocked the world, and this is what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, to give some history, uh, there was rumors all season long about Jimmy Butler not potentially being happy with the two stars, Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. And he met with the Timberwolves about signing an extension because his contract is up and the meeting didn't go well and he asked for a trade. Yeah. I think to me it makes a lot of sense that he's not getting along so well with these two you know, co-stars on his team because if you think about you know, sort of the traject the trajectory of Jimmy Butler's career. He's risen from homeless, you know, unranked if you know, I mean, if ranked like very low. You know, sort of he's had to work his way up from the bottom f- through every stage of his career. You know, riding the bench at the start of his career. Now, you know, finally becoming a star. He's had to sort of grind his way to the top. Whereas Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns, both number one overall picks, walked in the team expecting to be, you know, stars right off the bat. So with all of the talent that they're given, I think that Jimmy Butler um, sort of wants these guys to sort of put in the same effort. You know, I think Jimmy Butler has, has been had, you know, has been a gym rat throughout his entire career just based on how much he's improved. And the fact that these guys were given so much talent and aren't working as hard as he is, I think is sort of upsetting, which makes sense. Yeah, that was the primary problem with Jimmy. Like you said, uh, he was... He didn't get an offer. He went to JUCO. He barely got a, a position at Marquette. Uh, and he worked his way up, and that's the primary thing, that they don't seem to work as hard as him. Carl uh, Anthony Towns stays up before games playing uh, Fortnite. Playing <laughs> Fortnite. Um, and that's the primary problem with this. Then a couple days ago, uh, after, the, after Jimmy Butler requested a trade, Andrew Wiggins' brother who, you know, they, they probably talked about the situation, mm-hmm. goes on Instagram goes on his Instagram story and says, Hallelujah. Like, as in, Hallelujah, Jimmy Butler's going to be gone. And mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler responds with further pettiness, saying uh, after he finishes, like, a ladder workout, um, some sort of workout, he finishes, raises his arms up, and says, Hallelujah. And so there's some clear beef here, and that's mm-hmm. kind of escalated from, like, a normal uh, kind of disagreement to uh, we have to believe in these trade rumors that mm-hmm. they're going back and forth. Uh, furthermore, Steven Jackson launched his launched himself into the center of this, and he launched a viral video that says Wiggins doesn't have heart, and I'm pretty sure Wiggins' brother responded to that again. So we, I don't know what Wiggins' brother is doing. But no, stay out of it. I mean, it's not it's not about you. No one asked Nick Wiggins what he thinks, right? I mean, if Andrew Wiggins wants to go out and, you know, make his opinions known, let him do that. But it's not your business. You're not on the Timberwolves, Nick Wiggins. So stay out of it. Yeah, I, I thought that was very funny. Uh, that's mm-hmm. primary like the history with this over the past two or three days, and that's kind of escalated tensions that's usually not around when people like Paul George um, and other recent free agents have requested a trade. For sure. There's clearly a lot more tension with this, you know, with this sort of locker room than we're seeing, you know, with 
a guy like Kyrie requested out of Cleveland, not because he had beef with LeBron, as far as we know, but because he wanted to have his own team. With Jimmy Butler, I don't think it's so much that he wants, you know, his own team or something. He's already the star of, the, you know, he's he's got to be he's he's the best player in this team. Um, so I think that him wanting out doesn't have so much to do with, you know, the team not being good enough or him wanting his own team, but with just that he doesn't get along with the guys in the team. Okay, and let's let's talk about him wanting out. What what could be the result of this? Uh, he said his three teams that he would like to be traded to would be the Los Angeles Clippers, the New York Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Now, it's not that he has a no-trade clause and that these are the only teams that he'd be willing to mm-hmm. go to, that the team is allowed to trade him to, but mm-hmm. the value in this is that these teams are more confident in making a trade because they have been giving they have been given notice that they will be very likely to re-sign Jimmy Butler, whereas if they ship him off to the Sacramento Kings... Jimmy Butler's leaving this Jimmy Butler's anyway. leaving, and yeah. they're, getting, they're trading their core for seven months of Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's start with, actually, though, let's start with if you're the Timberwolves. Sort of the Timberwolves' front office, it seems like there's sort of a little bit of confusion as to who, who you know? Who decides that Jimmy Butler gets traded? Yeah, you saw and that. And whether ESPN, you trade him, yeah, right? That ESPN report came out saying that Tom Thibodeau, who acts as the coach and the president of basketball opera- operations, mm. the GM, that he would—I'm pretty sure that was a quote—that he would rather lose his job than trade Jimmy Butler. But the point yeah. is, he—he's reluctant to trade Jimmy Butler. There's also there's also Leiden. Um, I, I don't know for Scott Leiden. Sorry. Uh, is the technical general manager as well. So Scott Layden is su- sort of supposed to be the head of this, you know, sort of if you want to trade for Jimmy Butler, you're supposed to go talk to Scott Layden and Tom Thibodeau. Both of them have made it very clear that they would rather hold on to Jimmy Butler until the end of the season, which, if you're asking me, is a massive mistake. <laughs> At this point, it's become very clear that Jimmy Butler is unhappy in the situation. There's too much we'll leave this offsite. We'll leave this offseason. This team is not, you know... It, if you hold on Jimmy Butler in hopes that you, you know, make the playoffs this year or something, you're in a stacked Western Conference. You have no chance of contending, right? The, and then also, you don't have any guarantee that Jimmy Butler, Carl Anthony Towns, and Andrew Wiggins, you know, how do you know that they're even going to pass each other the ball, <laughs> right? Like, you don't, you don't know what's going to happen out on the court. The Wiggins doesn't pass the ball regardless. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, like, you just got to gotta get him off the books. He's, he wants out by this Monday— it's Timberwolves Media Day. He's requested to be off the team, off the roster by this Monday. Yeah, and we also should talk about there's a little bit of a back and forth between those two people and the owner because the, exactly. own, the owner said that he would be willing to trade Jamie Butler and if his uh, people, Tom Thibodeau and uh, Scott Layden, Scott Layden uh, aren't willing to trade. He actually asked people to contact him directly. So yeah, which so never happens. Like Glenn Minnesota Taylor, is on fire. Exactly. Glenn Taylor. Glenn Taylor. Is, Glenn Taylor is saying just, you know, cross Tom Thibodeau and <laughs> and Scott Leiden's back and go, come talk to me because Glenn Taylor recognizes the situation and recognizes that Jimmy Butler wants out. Tom Thibodeau is holding on to this imaginary idea that the Timberwolves okay, are. The Timberwolves. <laughs> Can we talk about that for like two minutes? Like all I, they need is Joakim Noah. <laughs> all they need is Joakim Noah. You got Jimmy. You got Taj Gibson. Uh, you got Derrick Rose. You got Derrick Rose, and they Lou just signed Lou All Dang. That's, Come on now. Like what? Like what's going what are you on? Doing? He's, he's not gonna play. And if he plays, like 
Like, what does he have to contribute? He hasn't played basketball in three years. He's been sitting on the bench. No, he's been sitting on the beach in L.A. accepting his mm-hmm. $17 million a year while not, like, touching the court. This team would, you know, this team, this Bulls core would maybe have been good, you know, five years ago. Yeah, the, but at this title point, contenders in 2012. At <laughs> this point, I mean, it's time to let it go. Thibodeau, you're way too attached to this yeah, team. I mean, is. like... I understand if it's a locker room thing, right, and you want some of the guys, same guys back, but don't go out and sign Luol Deng and Joakim Noah. Hey, if you want to trade for uh, if you want for, if you want to trade for Joakim Noah, as Knicks take fans, take Joakim Noah. Take Joakim Noah. We want him off the books, but he'll be your problem. Exactly. Like <laughs> Joakim Noah is getting paid way too much for you know his basketball abilities that he has now. We don't like to you talk know, about that. Former here. Defensive Player of the Year, but not anymore. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, All right. That, so after that rant, after that rant, let, let's go back. Let's see if they would potentially make a trade mm-hmm. for Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Do you think that they would get like what kind of package? Do you think that they would get back? You, like regardless of the teams, do you think that they would go for a younger sort of uh, return, as in draft picks and young guys who have been drafted in the last three years, or would they go for a bunch of, of veterans and try to win now? So the way I'm looking at this is just that. With Jimmy Butler, the entire league, the entire NBA world knows that Jimmy Butler wants out, which means that you're not going to get as good of a package as... You don't have any leverage. You don't have any leverage, exactly. And if you're a team that's not the Clippers, the Nets, or... The Knicks. The Knicks, then you've got to be worried that this might just be a rental, you know, for one season, mm-hmm. right, if you, can't get, if you can't convince Jimmy Butler to resign. So I think that teams are going to be very cautious trading for Jimmy Butler just because they're not sure if he's going to resign. You, they're not going to give up as much because they know that he that he has to be gone. Glenn Taylor is going to trade Jimmy Butler before the season starts, I think. Okay, I, th- and, I think that the type of package that they'll give up, give back, yeah. uh, get back, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you could go, there are two points. You could go young or you could go old. You could go young mm-hmm. because... Their core is they, young. Their core is young, but however... Andrew Wiggins is entering his fifth season. That's when that's when stars kind of try to take their next jump. But still, yeah. yes, they're not a con- they're not a contender. So it's always good to get back young pieces, and it would make more sense. Um, yeah, I, I would say it would make more sense because yeah, they don't have the roster to compete, and they can still build up from the bottom with their youngish core. On the other hand, you could go for an an older uh, veteran comeback. Yeah, because. Like, think about it. Who, who's probably making this trade? If let's let's assume that Tom Thibodeau actually and, and Leiden act as their jobs and they trade, they they make the trade. Mm-hmm. Tom Thibodeau is running out of time with his Timberwolves team. Yeah, it, there's been a history of coaches trading, coaches who act as uh, the GM of president trading, of president of basketball operations, yeah. trading. Not for young guys, but for veterans to help them win now to save yeah. their jobs. No, um, that that's I, Tom Thibodeau's. Tom Thibodeau. As much I do think that the the, the Timberwolves should trade guys who fit the timeline of Carl Anthony Towns and uh, Andrew Wiggins. They're going to try to win now. Yeah, players are going to win now. If so? it's if it's if Glenn Taylor makes the trade, I hope he goes for young players. I think he will because I think Glenn Taylor clearly is smarter <laughs> than the than the rest of his yeah. front office. But. If Tom Thibodeau and Scott Leiden make this trade, they're going to go for it win now. Because they're mistakenly thinking that the Timberwolves are real playoff contenders. 
based on the fact I, they want to keep I think, Jimmy I think, Butler. I think, I think they're playoff contenders. They're, you know, like a seven seed or something like that, right? Like, yeah. I, mean, I don't in a Minnesota stacked Western hasn't Conference, had it in 20 years until last year. I think they'll take yeah. anything. They'll, by playoff contenders, they will make the playoffs, sure. But they won't, they won't be really, you know, they won't be any, they won't, no one's going to expect them to, you know, be making the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, Could it happen? Yeah. Sure. But it's not going nah, to. It's not going to. <laughs> that's the, I mean, there's like, that's what I mean. It's like, I think that you have to sort of let, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, you know, maybe take one more year to really like jump. And if Andrew Wiggins doesn't jump this year, then I think you got to get rid of him too. Yeah, trade him. Andrew Wiggins, from what we've seen, is a pretty, you know, pretty good twenty-point per game score on the offensive side. But he's very one-dimensional. Yeah, and he's also inefficient. I'd say he's an inefficient. Yeah, that's correct. He's an inefficient. He's you know he can score the basketball. He doesn't do it very efficiently. He's a young, worse but, Carmelo Anthony. That's why I yeah. look at him. He shouldn't be one. He no shouldn't offense. be taking the Shout most. Shout out Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> one, he shouldn't be taking the most shots on the team. That's wild to me. That's. <laughs> uh, more than Jim Butler and Carl Anthony Towns, I don't get it. I mean, both of those guys are top 20 players in the league, arguably top 15. Um, so why is Andrew Wiggins taking more shots than them? I have no idea. But in, but really the issue with Andrew Wiggins is we haven't seen his work ethic. And I think that's proven by the fact that you look at him as an as – an, athletic specimen who's right? the number one overall pick exactly like he has all the tools to be one of the best defenders in the league and he's not he's a <laughs> he's not low average defender that's what jimmy butler hates about him. exactly like i think that that just shows why you know why jimmy butler is upset with it, with this team is because you look at carl anthony towns you look at andrew wiggins and they're you know number one picks who have all the just you know god-given you know gifts in the world and don't really seem to be taking advantage of them as much as they should be. Yeah, Jimmy Butler seems like a, a different breed of person. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily that one's better than the other. He's just although, a workhorse. Although, yeah, he's a workhorse. But, yeah, yeah, they're just two different types of people. Mm-hmm. And I think Jimmy Butler, he, he's about to turn 30 years old. Yeah. He has two years, maybe three, we'll see, of all-star caliber Jimmy Butler left in him, most likely. Most likely. I agree, yeah. Um. So the time time's kind of running out. A little bit. Um. Yeah, he he wants to get to a place where people want to win, people mm-hmm. like him, and I don't think that's Minnesota. I don't either. Minnesota's in a bad place right now. You know, I looked at this trade a couple years ago, I guess, at this point, and was very excited to watch this team play, but they haven't they haven't really, you know, lived up to it. I also want to bring this up. Can, can we call the Chicago Bulls the winner of the Jimmy Butler trade? At this point, yes. I wanted to, I wanted to ask you that same question. At this point, yes. When you looked at that trade when it happened, it looked like the Timberwolves stole Jimmy Butler. But Chris Dunn has taken huge steps forward after a horrendous rookie season. Yeah. Played a very good second season with the with the Bulls. Very good defender. Uh, Zach Levine has bounced back from his ACL injury. In well, his, uh, we'll see. That was a small you know, sample size. But yeah. I, yeah. I, I like the move as well. I like Zach. He, so, and he's playing, he's playing well, right? And, and you know, and now you've got Laurie Markkinen again, also, you know, with this the pick that turned into Laurie Markkinen. Yeah. The Timberwolves basically handed handed the Bulls a, a young, a young core, core <laughs> in return for a guy who is walking. wants out a year, you know, a year later or two yeah. years later. So I, I think I, I agree think with that, you. Yeah, I, I, I think, think it's safe won. to call them the winners. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I bet I bet the Bulls are feeling pretty good because Jimmy Butler would have probably left the Chicago Bulls as well because yeah. yeah because they they weren't they're not winning anything with or without him. That's true. Um, to go back, I just want to say I think personally that the Timberwolves will trade for an older package primarily because Tom Agreed. Thibodeau wants to keep his keep his job. That's where yeah. I wanted to end up with that. Um, let's go to the three teams that Jimmy Butler. Uh, requested a trade too. All right. Los Angeles Clippers, New York Knicks, and Brooklyn Nets. I just want to bring this up because I think that by him establishing these three teams, they're definitely, I'd say, three of the four or five most likely teams to where he'll end up. Yeah. At the beginning of the year or next at least, year. At least by next, by next, the start of next season. Yes. By the start of next season, after he's been a free agent, he will most likely be on one of these three teams. Even if the t- even if it's not where the Timberwolves trade him, he will probably go there in the offseason, okay. right? I think that I think that he's gonna end up there because that's those are three teams. That's not it's not like he's saying one; it's three. Yeah. I mean, and they they all he's have got options. cap space. It the Lake uh, the Clippers and the Brooklyn Nets have room for two max contracts. And if the and if the, if Knicks, the Knicks get rid of Joe Kim, yeah, if, <laughs> no, if the Knicks buy out Joe Kim Noah or trade Courtney Lee's contract, which mm-hmm. by the way we, he wants out, and I'm sad about that. Um, mm-hmm. Then they'll have two max contract spots too. Yeah. So I think that's the primary reason, and of course they're also big markets, mm-hmm. New York and L.A. Um, that yeah. So they, mm-hmm. that's the primary. Uh, that that's the thing that they all have in common. That's yeah. the thing that Jimmy Butler wants. Question question for you is, if you're these three teams though, is it worth trading for Jimmy Butler this season? Because Jimmy Butler's yeah, made it clear it. that he wants to go to one of these three teams. He's gonna be, um, you know, a free agent at the end of the at the end of the season. So, is it worth trading for him right now, or do you just try to pitch, you know, pitch him at the end of the offseason? Let, let's take it. Team, the let's season, take sorry. it team by team. First, yeah. New York Knicks, because New York Knicks are the best team in the NBA. <laughs> uh, that was sarcasm. I don't. Um, the what? I think. I think as as a Knicks fan, I don't want them to trade for Jimmy Butler. Thank you. I think that we could. Put together a very good pitch at the end of the season, next you know next off season that Jimmy Butler and maybe another free agent like a Clay Thompson or a, you know Kyrie Irving um, should come to New York because if you can convince them that we've got Frank Nealakina, if Kevin Knox is a good season, if Kristaps Porzingis is healthy again, right? You're in like one of the biggest markets in the country, if not you know I guess the biggest market in the country, I guess. Um, I mean, it's just like it's a great place to be. I think if you're, you know, maybe it doesn't actually fit so much Jimmy Butler's timeline, as in like Jimmy Butler's the tail end of his prime. That's what I was gonna say. I don't. But if you've got a guy who's like another star, you've got Chris Tapps, who's a proven star, and then you got a couple young guys, you know, who maybe maybe if you're not a contender this year, like if you know if you're not making, if you're not a top three seed in the East or something, then. In a couple of years, you might be as those guys improve. Yeah, I, I would say that, but I don't. I don't see Jimmy Butler ending up in, in New York because of the timeline. Because okay. with this team, the the primary thing that you would have to entice Jimmy Butler to come would be Kristaps Porzingis, but he's not going to play half of the season. Um, yeah. So that automatically kind of excludes them from a trade deal, uh, unless the but, unless James Dolan forces something. You, would you trade? Would you trade if you're the Knicks as a Knicks fan? Would you trade Frank Nealakina and Kevin Knox for Jimmy? No, 
No, I wouldn't no. either. Okay, but that's but that's that might be what it takes. Yeah, no, we're, we're no. But we're I not wouldn't. Doing I wouldn't do that either. Uh, but like, even in terms of free agency, I don't see Jimmy coming to the New York Knicks because what do you have besides uh, a Chris Dasworzengus that may be the same? Hopefully, he will get get better soon, or he mm-hmm. may not. Uh, even if he is, what what else do you have? Tim Hardaway Jr., who isn't the best defender. He's a good player. Enos Cantor, who is a hard worker but he's horrible on defense. And mm-hmm. Frank Nilakina, who I think is the most Jimmy Butler-like player out of all of these because he works so hard and he's a phenomenal mm-hmm. defender. Other than that, like, like, what do you really have? This team, I mean, they wouldn't make the playoffs in the East because it's the East. But yeah. I don't really see the, the timeline fitting because Kevin Knox, unless Kevin Knox has a Jason Tatum like rookie season, yeah. I, don't, I don't see it really coming into fruition. Mm-hmm. to get Jimmy Butler to come to New York. That's yeah, my personal opinion. It, it is a bit of a stretch, but I think that if we end up with two max contract slots available, you know, and, and Jimmy Butler's looking to go somewhere with one other guy, we've got the biggest market in the league, and we've got, I think, the best core to put around them. Uh, I also so, want to talk... I also, out, of, out of these three teams, sorry. I, out I, of, okay. you know, Brooklyn and... Yeah, I was about to say. Well. Um, also, the Brooklyn Nets... Um, that that's another team that he was on his list. Mm-hmm. I also don't really see it for just basically for the same reasons that I had for the Knicks. I don't think that they're a winner necessarily. I, I don't know what they could bring unless they sign another free agent with that max contract. Which I don't, they would if, they, if you got Jimmy Butler to go well, to come. They, they would, but I don't know yeah. if they could. Um, no, no. I mean, I mean, I think I like. You they think could, that they would yeah. be able to? You think? Yeah, that would, I do think so. I think that maybe you know it's it's hard to entice, you know. But I mean, I, mean, I I don't think they'd go like zero for three or zero for four. You know, I have like you know if they're trying to yeah. get like if they go for like Kemba, um, Clay, Kyrie, and like De- DeAndre Jordan or something like all guys who could be free agents this season, next season, next off season, or will be free agents next off season. Okay. I think that they would get at least one or you know at least one other guy besides Jimmy if they if they really pushed hard. Okay, but e- even then, personally, in my opinion, you have D'Angelo Russell, who, by the way, I think he reminds me a bit of Andrew Wiggins. I don't think they'll fit that well, like in terms mm. of work ethic. Yeah. He, he just plays like he's kind of asleep. That's yeah, that's a little bit true. Shout out, to, <laughs> shout out, D'Lo. Um, but like, you have a bunch of young guys. I don't know what they would give up in a trade. If they mm-hmm. would, I think they would be okay giving up one or two of those young guys. I don't, e- even if they sign them in free agency, I don't. They have a bunch of like role players. To be fair, to be fair, the I think that the Brooklyn Nets don't even necessarily have one star right now though, which is kind of enticing. Is you've got, you know, like pretty good like all around team. I would say right, a, a lot of solid yeah. role players basically is your team. You know, guys like. D'Lo, Jarrett Allen, Spencer Rondé Hollis, Jefferson, Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis Levert, Karis Levert. Don't sleep. I mean, it's just it's a it's an it's a okay all around like role player squad. Okay. Kind of this, I would say the Clippers are kind of similar. Um, um, I, I want to talk about that. But the Clippers have a little bit more star power, I think. I, I think the Clippers are the most likely destination for Jimmy Butler, maybe. Period. Okay. And definitely on those three lists, uh, because they have veterans who. In my mm-hmm. opinion, that's what the Timberwolves would take. They have veterans to help them win now. I think especially they're the team that would most likely trade for Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. They have Lou Williams. They have Tobias Harris. Uh, I think they would have to give up Tobias Harris in a trade. Yeah. Um, but 
let's say maybe they sign him in free agency. Yeah. Then you have a you have a good team. You have a playoff team and you have another max contract spot. You have good defenders. You have Avery Bradley, you have Tobias Harris, um I mean Lou Williams mm-hmm. and Danilo Gallinari aren't that good. But I, I think I think that's the spot, personally. I think mm-hmm. everything kind of just fits and they have more of a win now timeline. And they could they could put together a package because they have a bunch of veterans. Uh, Patrick Beverly's a guy that they could slide in there. Luke Mbamute. That like that's a very mm-hmm. good defensive team. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. Th- that's personally my take about where he the ends Clippers, up. Yeah, the Clippers are, would be a good fit just because if you look at their roster, their their best players fit that age you know kind of group better than you know the Knicks age group does right the Knicks is a very young team compared to the Clippers or, or to the Nets I think All right. uh what what's your like final opinion on this what what do you think will what do you think will end up happening I think that there'll be a trade to n- none of these three teams Ooh. I think that'll, that'll, there'll be a trade you know what I saw so I was just starting this this just just started across my mind I want to hear what you think about it first reaction Jimmy Butler to the Raptors I thought about that this morning. What about that? You, you know, I, what I if don't, you can get? What if you get? I think it's a. I think it's a trade. Trade Kyle they, Lowry. They, they have the assets for it. They yeah. definitely have the yeah, assets for it. Trade Kyle Lowry. Trade someone like they'll basically have Kawhi Leonard Pascal and like a watered Siakam down Kawhi or like Danny Green, right? Then you have yeah, yeah you have Kawhi def- Leonard. They definitely have the tools for it. They, they have the tools for it to those are get a trade. They have they have veterans and they mm-hmm. have young guys. Either yeah. way, it would work. I like I like that a lot because the the one thing I like just it fits the best to me because the what the Kawhi Leonard trade means is that if Kawhi Leonard stays next offseason then the Raptors are in great shape right then the Raptors all of a sudden have a starter build around again if he leaves then okay then you're in rebuild mode and you restart if Jimmy Butler you know okay so if you get Jimmy Butler to come and you make that trade and Jimmy Butler leaves, and Kawhi Leonard leaves, then you're in rebuild mode. If they both stay, yeah. then all of a sudden you're contenders for a couple years down the line. That's a good point. So they both sort of coincide with that same either you know contenders or rebuild, you know depending on what they do next offseason. But if you have them both and you convince them both to stay, or you, you know you have them both leave, or if one leaves and one stays and you like trade one or something, I don't know. I, I like it. I like. Yeah, I think it, I think it works out. Yeah, I, I like it. I personally, I kind of see. I don't. I think he's going to be traded, but I think mm-hmm. the LA Clippers are a spot. The Toronto Raptors, I could see it happening. Other teams that could put together a package would be the Boston Celtics, but I don't. They. Yeah. I don't think they would do that because they already no. have so many wings, and two of them they haven't paid yet. Um, the Lakers, I don't see. Maybe. The Lakers I mean, we'll, we'll see. There are so many teams. I personally, I don't think it's. The two teams on this list, the Knicks or the Nets, possibly the LA Clippers. Okay. But with trades, it's kind of hard to predict. Yeah. It is hard to predict. And, you know, something could happen as soon as we're done recording this episode. Um, And we'll we'll be sure if something does to talk about it next week. But, I mean, who knows? You know, really, something could happen, like I said, right after we end up recording, or something could happen at the trade deadline, or something could happen. Not at all the season, yeah. right? But we'll just have to wait and see. Whatever happens, it should be interesting. Um, all right. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Space the Floor NBA Podcast. My name is Connor Geelan. And I'm Connor Flannery. Thanks for watching. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter 
at space the floor and at space the floor podcast at space the floor podcast for instagram by the way yeah peace all right peace